Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Well, hello, listeners. Welcome to a wonderful episode of Homo Sapiens. How are you all? I'm running a little behind schedule today. I don't mind sharing with you all because I'm at my mum's. I've been doing DIY. Because I'm a good son. Put a picture up. Will it stay on the wall? Hmm. Don't know. Because for Christmas, you see, I got her a map of where she lives. Like a big old ordnance survey map from someone on Etsy. They do like old ordnance survey maps of places, which is a really good present. But of course, then it's got to go up on the wall, hasn't it? So... I came round to put it up on the wall. But as we all know, when you come round to see family, it then turns into about 40 other tasks. So suddenly we're emptying a cupboard and we're trying to... I brought the dog with me. And we're trying to settle little darling Ridley into having his bed here because there was an incident as I believe they call it in France, where he did a wee on my mum's carpet, which means the carpet was ruined. Uh, Because it's that funny seagrass stuff, so you couldn't clean it. Anyone who's got a tip for how to clean seagrass, please save this fractured family and let me know. So anyway, I got him a bed, because then he could be in the kitchen at night, and if he weed on the kitchen floor, which is, you know, stone we would be in a very different situation. So, tried to get him to like the bed. Problem is, Ridley didn't see bed when he laid eyes on uh, this fluffy thing. It's like an envelope, they're called dog envelope beds. It's like a a bed, but with a sort of flap on the top, and dogs love them because they climb in and tuck themselves under. So Ridley didn't see bed when he saw that. He saw a giant toy, which means he then jumped on it, attacked it. He has completely decimated the whole thing. So there is now a thin layer of white fluff all over my mum's living room. As you can imagine, it's going to take a moment to clear up. But you know, my baby can do no wrong. So that's what's uh, been keeping me busy. How the hell are you? We're doing a very special episode of Homo Sapiens today because... We're talking about dry January. Dry January, really interesting. Uh, I've actually wanted to do this episode for a long, long time. You know, we've spoken a bit before about alcohol and drugs, (laughs) aka my 20s. (gasps) Don't say that. Um, 
on the podcast because I think there's lots of specifics because there are lots of specifics around LGBT stuff with alcohol. And what I think is interesting is dry January is such a, you know, it's this thing that people do. It's sort of become like Movember. It's it's very prevalent. And when we put the questions out about who was going to do it, loads of you do it. Loads of you do it. Loads of you have done it many times. Um, and loads of you actually came back with really interesting stuff about how it's harder, what it means for LGBT people in, in specifics, or not just what it means for you, regardless of being LGBTQ+, to be quite honest. I have done it myself. <laughs> Can you just sense the hesitation in my voice i think i did it i tried it is what i'm going to say um i tried it and i remember then having this sort of conference with conference would be a strong word uh having a conversation with william my husband i think i was about two weeks in uh, and something awful had happened i mean not like life-threatening something that had really set off my in my what would you call it my sort of emotions i sound like something mark zuckerberg would say um I'd had a conflict or something, a big argument or something. Anyway, and I was like, oh, I really want to drink to sort of settle myself. Anyway, so I broke dry January. But it's such an interesting way that you you you, you realise how much you use alcohol to regulate yourself, is what I'm trying to say. So we're going to be talking to Tony Hogg, who runs a thing called Antidote, which is part of a charity called London Friend. And it is a drug and alcohol service specifically aimed at LGBTQ plus people. Tony is amazing. But also, I'm going to be reading through all your voice notes and the answers to the survey and stuff that we did. Before we get involved in all of that, what have I got to tell you? I've got some stuff to tell you. So we want to hear what your New Year's resolutions are, if you have any, or if you think they're rubbish. The one thing I love about New Year's resolutions that I remember is someone said you should not make them to be achieved by the end of January or the beginning of, you know, not from the first day of January. They should be something that you kind of want to achieve by the end of the year, which gives you a bit more time to write the novel. And I completely agree with that. But actually, I do more and more see stuff online about how they're useless and we should stop being so hard on ourselves. And I think, relax. It's a pandemic. So I don't really have any. I think mine would be to be less hard on myself. Give yourself a hug. You know, not like that. So I want to hear that. And anything else, get in touch. Hello at homosapienspodcast.com at homosapiens on Instagram. Have a look at the Instagram. Follow it. You can see LGBTQ plus news. We've got all sorts of fun stuff we share on there. Everyone chats to each other. I love it. And there's also Facebook at homosapienspodcast on Facebook. One other thing I need to tell you, we are doing, ba, ba, da, ba, we're doing a live event, listeners. Now, big, big news. We're going to be talking about it a lot because we want to see you all, want to meet you all. The event is the Guilty Feminist Podcast. Do you know it? It's great. It's Deborah Francis White. And Homo Sapiens are going to be doing a crossover episode live it's going to be happening on the 14th of February, Valentine's Day, which I love because it's a Valentine's Day, quite frankly. It's going to be in London. It's going to be on Valentine's Day, the 14th of February, 2022. I don't know the venue yet. Oh, no, I do. It's King's Place in King's Cross, which is where the Guilty Feminists always do their live events from. And there'll be a way to buy tickets. I don't know what that is yet. Please come. It's going to be 
a real hoot. It's going to be me and Deborah Francis White. We're also going to have um, another guest at the end, which we'll be able to tell you more about later. And we're going to do a thing called the Guilty Homo Sapien, basically. It's going to be a crossover of the Guilty Feminist, which is always that idea of the podcast is based around I'm a feminist, but um, I, I remember one that someone said was I'm a feminist, but I like being wolf whistled by builders. And Deborah and I came up with this idea that we're going to do I'm a homo sapien or I'm an LGBTQ plus person, but, and then what are those things that we all do that are outside of the expectations of us or outside of our own expectations of ourselves? Because I think when you are LGBTQ plus, I've heard so much of you say, so many of you say, and I had this, that you feel like you're getting it wrong and you don't know so that's going to be the theme. I'm a homo sapien, but. And Deborah has also got her own story that we'll talk more about, which is fascinating in and around this whole idea. So it's a live event. I want to see you. We want to meet in person for the first time. So it's our first ever live event. There was actually one we did do, one at King's Place. It was very brief and it was a long time ago. Um, but this is our first proper one. So get your tickets when I'm actually able to tell you how to get them. Now then, let's have a look at emails. We had a lovely email about the interview with Jack Guinness. It's from Francesca. She said, hi, Chris. So Jack Guinness wrote The Queer Bible, a book where luminaries say who was their kind of guiding light of being queer. And Jack spoke about how he used to keep his hands very still when he was young. He that was how he sort of gave away his campness and he wanted to hide it. So Francesca said, Hi Chris, I was so touched by Jack Guinness describing how he apologised to his hands and how they came alive again. It's a beautiful story. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it. It's on the feed, listeners. As a body-centred psychotherapist, I have seen this sort of thing countless times in people of all sexual orientations and identities and across all backgrounds. It's like a sacred rememberment, a resurrection of a part of you that was exiled. Jack's description captured the magic of that healing. Loving the podcast as always and wishing you a warm and joyful holiday season, Cheska. Well, Cheska, what a lovely, lovely message. Thank you. And, you know, if anyone else has had this, will you write in and let me know? God, I mean, I remember I used to like run in a certain way with my legs and everyone used to like run past me imitating it when I was younger and people always used to do this thing where they would like the way I stood with my legs kind of crossed standing up but my legs are sort of crossed not a stance if that makes any sense if that's even more a word people used to come and stand behind me and mimic it so I remember I used to just police my movement a lot and now I have I have made an effort a concerted effort to not police my own movement Oh, and also then just kind of the, the other end of the scale is like learning the code switching of how you move communicates different things to people. So you can move in a slightly more aggressive way and then people just totally like move out your way. Like I sometimes try this thing where this is going to make me sound so strange, but there we go. Um, That's what this is about. Uh, radical honesty. I sometimes try this thing where I notice so often that men generalizing but men straight men generalizing will just walk straight through a crowd and just expect everybody to get out of the way whereas i will navigate the crowd and i just tried it at paddington station where i was like i'm actually just gonna walk straight and see and people actually step out your way it's really interesting anyway so all these subconscious ways we move are really interesting um frank also got in touch dear chris 
Thank you for Homo sapiens. You and your guests broadened my horizon to help me understand how being raised heteronormative, not only by my parents, but literally everything around me, shaped me into the proud, gay, 45-year-old man I am today. Actually, I did that with the help of my chosen family, despite all the obstacles. Inspired by your Christmas episode, I made sure not to tone myself down to a parent-friendly version over the holiday. I love that. Good on you. And listening to the incredible Mossin interview made me talk to you as if you could hear me because I really enjoyed how you tried to find another word for microaggressions. You gave beautiful definitions of ignorance. Did I now? Thank you, Frank. Uh, that is, in my opinion, why people throw around microaggressions or verbal bombs, as Tori Amos would put it. Love Tori Amos. Um, without even noticing what they just did. I actually enjoy poking people's comfort zone as I think this is how we start change. Keep up the good work. It is important if we want to come to a point where a beautiful, diverse society is supporting each other to achieve something together instead of creating privileged bubbles that are trying to belittle each other. Quite right, Frank. Let's all move forwards together. It's that that will change the world. People who do change the world, they are the people who are always looking out for everyone else. And someone was saying this over the holiday period, like people who don't pull up the ladder behind them. And actually, Lady Phil always says, founder of UK Black Pride, who has been on this podcast, look her up. She's amazing. Her story is amazing. She's amazing. Uh, she said, you know, there's nothing wrong with being privileged, but there is something wrong with being privileged and not trying to help those who aren't. I stand by it. So, lovely emails. Let me know, listeners, if any of that resonated with you. Hello at homosapienspodcast.com, at homosapiens in Instagram. And what we need from you, listeners, if you want to win a Homo Sapiens t-shirt, which is now the only way to get a Homo Sapiens t-shirt, as the shop is shut, let the record show the shop is shut, you have to go to Apple Podcasts and please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Write us a review and we will pick Review of the Week and you could be in with a chance of being the proud owner of a Homo Sapiens t-shirt. But for now, listeners, let's go and do Topic of the Week, which is Dry January. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. First things first, we asked you, will you be doing dry January? 28% of you said yes, 72% of you said no. So the majority of you are not doing dry January. I'm not doing it, just so everybody knows. But I am doing a detox January. I'm trying to, like, moderate. Uh, someone said on Instagram, which I liked, is don't do dry January. Do half January. Like, just halve everything you do. Just do moderation. 
have you ever done dry january 31 percent of you had done it 69 percent of you have not ever done it did you last the month so out of those people who did it did you last the month 57 percent of you most of you lasted the month with 43 percent of you not so um joel has been in touch I've done a couple of dry months over a couple of consecutive years. Uh, first year was quite tricky, found that one quite challenging and lots and lots of temptation. Second time around, not as much actually. There was only one time in the entire month where I did kind of go, oh, it'd be really nice to, to have a wee drink. And it was actually after doing a lot of boring kind of life admin sort of jobs with my partner. And then we fancied going to the pub afterwards and the coffee just didn't quite cut it. I do, though, really enjoy doing it and actually getting all the health benefits out of it, sleeping better, all the stuff that they tell us, it does really happen. So I try and do it quite regularly just to try and make sure that I'm nice and healthy. Keep up the great work. Cheers. Lovely, Joel. Thank you. Interesting that you say about giving up drink helps with your sleep there, one of the things you said. I couldn't agree more. And I actually find with alcohol, I don't know what what your um, feeling is with it. I... If I drink once, one night, I enjoy myself, um, obviously, uh, as I blast Ariana Grande out my iPhone in a bowl. Ever done that? It makes it go louder. But if I drink white wine, I can't sleep. I wake up at four in the morning, assuming I've gone to bed by then, uh, and I'm kind of like, <clears throat> like that, I kind of wake up with a start. So if, if I stick to spirits, it's much better. Um, but it does affect your sleep big time. If I drink two nights in a row, I don't really enjoy it. I've got to say, I find it like it's not really ever as fun. But I know people who can power through and do it a lot. It's very specific on the person. Um, but we just ask you, what were the benefits of doing dry January? Grundy says, just pausing. <laughs> the Lion Lenny who is Lenny Ware from Table Manners Podcast, just says the benefits during Joe January. She said misery. Okay, Lenny, uh, not on the fence there. Nikki Sarah says saving money, such a good point, because you realise how much of your income goes on, like pints and pubs and stuff. It's a lot of money. Um, MHT says weight loss and wallet gain. Okay, more saving money there. Queerlet Podcast, health, better running, less beer belly. Mrs. Edwards, I did 12 weeks in lockdown last year from June to August and completely changed my life. Mrs. Edwards, how? That's what we want to know. You've got to tell us. Oh, Shanti, never drank alcohol since two years now. So this was just the beginning, just kicking off. Good on you. 511 Forks, no hangovers, feeling better generally. Grant Mc, it gave me a real awareness of my normal alcohol intake and then drank less going forwards. I couldn't agree more with that. I did notice in the two weeks I gave up. Come on. I'm not a big uh, litmus test, but I'll give it a go. I did notice, is that thing I was saying at the beginning? It's like you just notice when you feel that you want to reach for a drink and how you use it to, re I notice how I use it to regulate myself, which is not good. Um, I think it's good to step outside any patterns you have for a certain amount of time and then realize what they do to you, if that makes any sense. And be like, oh, try and do without something that you reach for. Um, Claire had clear head, better, clear skin, better sleep. Definitely better sleep. Feeling better is a thread here. Craig, sometimes positive to do for your health, even if you don't actually make it. Thank you, Craig. I feel seen there. Sibal, cleanse. Check if one is a pathological wino, winky face. Well, you know, tick, tick there for me. Vukash uh, says, yes, I did dry January. I have more energy. That is the most important thing for me. Also, my skin looks better. Since January, I have had one alcoholic cocktail for my friend's graduation party, and that is it. 
Good on you. So then the next question we asked is, what surprised you most about doing it? MHT says that I actually lasted the month. <laughs> well, glad some of us did. Anna says, getting crazy drunk first of Feb, lesson learned, moderation better than two extremes. Okay, so Anna's more pro the moderation version. Mrs. Edwards was very surprised by energy and attitude to life. She's the one who said it was life-changing a minute ago. Shanti said how easy it was. Sam said, really interesting thing, I can manage anything if I take a beat before acting. And Joel said, on the second year, doing it was much easier, only missed booze once. Interesting. It's also this that thing, isn't it, where you're like, oh, I'm going to miss it if I go to a party, or if someone's doing something, I'm going to miss it. Or you can talk yourself into it by, oh, but I am... Um, you know, I might uh, I might be in a lot, so, you know, it might be quite boring. So a little glass of wine, just a little glass of wine is nice. It's really interesting how my brain always finds the, the reasoning as to why we should be doing it. Sibel was surprised by how my health and brain power improved. Sibel, well, good on you for that. After day three, it's not that hard, says Claire. Joel said, what was surprising was that many 0% beers give me worse headaches than the real deal. That's hysterical. And do you know what? Lots of people talk about this. Zero percent beers are actually improving quite a lot. You know that seems to be a thing that's growing, and also things that offered that are offered like um, uh, what's it called? I always forget the name of the company, but there are lots of zero percent spirits and things that you can put in drinks. Um, let me find one because this is the one I like. I had one the other day. Here we go, Seed Lip. That's the one I like. S-E-E-D-L-I-P. Got two flavours. It's really expensive, is my only reservation. It's cheaper than alcohol, but you know. Uh, they've got two really nice flavours, and you have it with tonic water and ice, and it's just a really nice savoury drink, because you don't want to just be having sweet drinks all the time if you have to go to like an event or any description. And it's quite nice to find things that actually replace it in that respect. It feels like a kind of a grown-up drink, for want of a better description. Well, I think it's time to take all of this over to Tony Hogg, the expert. There's me prattling on about Seedlib. Let's talk about Dry January. Let's talk about what it means for LGBTQ plus people. Let's talk about what Tony thinks about it. Let's talk about Tony's story. I'm going to start asking you questions, if that's okay. Oh, it depends what you ask. (laughs) (laughs) How do you identify, as in I identify as a gay man? I identify as a non-binary queer. I had to come out again about five years ago. (laughs) Did you? Interesting. Yeah. Isn't it it nice that like language and identity is opening up and we're all redefining who we are? Exactly. There wasn't the language back then. I knew I was different. I didn't fit in with a lot of groups or people. And I thought, what's wrong with me? And then five years ago, through working with more and more trans people and the young ones, you know, have Mm. the language now. And I thought... I can identify with that. That describes who I am. So, yeah, I had to come out again after flying under the lesbian banner for years. <laughs> and then what's um, what are your pronouns? They. I won't throw a hissy fit if someone calls me she, because I also come from the era where gay men used to call each other she. So. <laughs> yes. We talk about that a lot on this podcast, actually. We interviewed Tom Allen. I was talking about the kind of... Uh, the convivial nature of that that has now people really don't like mm. and actually you know it's it's all evolving isn't it? It is it is changing 
it's evolving to include everybody, uh, you know, as best we can. And, and, and I, I just think that's what makes us one big magical family. Absolutely. So one of the things we like to talk about in this podcast is, you know, the world, it's the world from a queer perspective. And dry January is such a big thing. And mm-hmm. and I was like, God, we've never actually spoken about it on the podcast. So we've been, you know, getting the listeners to write in and send their thoughts on dry January and whether they're doing it or not. And actually lots of them are. And I thought you'd be just the perfect person to speak to. But I suppose the first question I wanted to ask is like, what do you think of dry January? I think it's a great opportunity for people who want to see if they can stop drinking for a short period of time. It's good for your health, month off drink. And some people do it, you know, to raise funds, which is great. Mm. It's a nice kind of um, a way, a bit like Movember, you know, like it's a way to sort of band together and do something together, actually. And there's a unity in it. And um, one of our listeners, Sam Samuel J. Hockey, I think is their name on Instagram, said one of the things that they learned about themselves doing dry january is that they can manage it says i I can manage anything if i take a beat before acting yeah and i thought that's such an interesting point isn't it how i think i I find my own relationship with alcohol is that it sometimes um is about it, it kind of takes away a feeling of uncomfort you know what i mean and actually if i can sit in that uncomfort not even a word discomfort. for a moment <laughs> yeah discomfort that's it thank you that's the one. <laughs> yeah um it's then actually it's all okay but because you have drink is so socially available you you never sit through that discomfort no, it's completely normalized and you know if if it's something you've been using for confidence for years you don't imagine that you can actually go out and party and have fun without it. And I think, you know, something mm-hmm. like dry January, where it, particularly we still socialise and then discover, oh, actually, I can have fun or I'm just as much fun when I'm sober as I am, you know, when I'm pissed. I definitely have a fear that I can't have fun unless I drink. I had that fear. Big time. Really? Yeah, yeah, because I've always been a bit of a party animal. <laughs> and and when I kind of like um, wanted to kind of like stop drinking or cut down, I thought, oh, God, I'm going to be so boring. Mm. But then when I realised I'm just as crazy when I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, Tony? That laugh tells me everything I need to there know. There you go. <laughs> That is mischief in a laugh. It is. (laughs) That's the end of part one of our lovely episode of Homo Sapiens, all about dry January. Just what you need to cheer you up. Hopefully we're having a laugh though, aren't we? Aren't we, listeners? Go back to the feed, find part two. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Powered by Spirit Studios.